Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you, and I am joined again with my bra from another ma, Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, babe? Yo, yo, what's going on, man? How you feeling here in Pittsburgh today? You doing oh, good? I feel fucking great, man, yeah. Weather's been good. We talk about the weather all the time here on Spinning Thoughts. It's been insane lately around here. I think we've, uh, we're out of the woods now. I think, I think so, be okay. too. I think you're right. We're going to be okay. Now, let's talk about, um, right now, we're on episode 48. So we're, we're two away from the milestone of 50. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed to hope that we actually get there. But let's live in the moment. And um, I'm super stoked. I've been looking forward to this interview for a couple weeks here. Um, so without further ado, everybody, please help me in welcoming. We've got David. From Carousel Kings. David, what up, brother? Yo, David. Yo, what up, guys? Um, just chilling right now in Lancaster, PA, uh, at a tattoo shop called Dreams Collide. Okay. Um, getting a leg piece done. Uh, pleasure to talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we were talking off the air for a minute, David. This is the very first uh, for Spinning Thoughts where we have an artist getting a tattoo while they're on the air with us. That's pretty fucking incredible, man. How How's it going? Uh, yeah, it's good, man. We're, I think the outline's coming through. Uh, it's a nice place like a uh, calf piece there. What are you getting? Uh, comes up to my knee almost. Um, yeah, it's like this sick lion thing. <laughs> it's going to be pretty cool, man. Uh, probably a lot of colors. Like a um, but yeah, it's just the beginning stages now, so I kind of like to just let it unfold and see what happens. But uh, I can post a pic and show you guys then, or if you got a please, yeah, we, most uh, definitely. website or something. Yes, um, let's let's stick to Twitter. We'll put it onto Twitter. Let's uh, we'll get that going. You yeah, can hit yeah, us Twitter. You, you can yeah, hit yeah. us up at Spin Thoughts. What's the what's the Twitter handle for Carousel Kings? Help us out. Um, Carousel Kings, I believe it's just C-R-S-L-K-N-G-S. It's Carousel Kings without any vowels. There we go. <laughs> so we'll get to see the piece here soon enough. How now, long is this piece going to take, David? Um, sounds like it, sure. it's pretty monstrous. Probably a while. So, yeah, it, it sounds like that. So, yeah. So you're saying we can take our time with this interview then, right? Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, David, I don't have any tattoos myself. Brandon does have some. And so I've never been asked this question because I don't have any. And, and I, I'm under the impression that not everybody likes to be asked the meaning behind their tattoos. Brandon, maybe you can elaborate. David, maybe you can. But I'm going to ask you, David, you're, you're saying you're getting like this lion. It's a big leg piece. What's What's the meaning behind this? Any particular reason why you're getting it? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the lion, uh, one of, one of my, my exes was a Leo. I feel like, you know, kind of like that thing, but like, a an acceptance type of thing or like, kinda, and I kind of like rewarding myself after this like 45 day long tour we just did. Yes. Um, so yeah. And, and we're going to talk more about that tour you just referenced here in the second segment. So why don't we start things off and dive into segment one? So David. The band was announced on the 2017 Warp Tour lineup for a string of shows from June 16th through July 5. Congratulations on the amazing accomplishment. How's it feel to be part of such an iconic tour? 
Dude, it feels absolutely amazing and incredible. Uh, we're going back for, this is going to be our second time on that tour. Um, uh, I look forward to it so much, man. It's like a, a punk rock summer camp. It's like yeah. the best catering I've ever experienced. Uh, just uh, the, the, the crowds are incredible. And uh, I'm just very humbled that Kevin Lima would ask to have us back. And we're stoked and we're ready to just rock it out every night, man. Every day, rather. Every morning. <laughs> All fucking day long, from, from sunrise to sunset. Yeah. There's no question. I hear a lot of bands talk about the catering. Um, and and I, I also see Kevin talking about like the barbecuing and things like that. I guess, does he get his hands dirty and goes out there and cooks a little bit? Can you talk to us about the food experience at Warped Tour? Yeah. Um, dude, it's like, I feel like I'm at home still. You know I mean? It's, it's honestly <laughs> better food than I have at home. Really? Uh, and the, I mean, there's always, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's always drinks and, and there's so many options too. They get, you know, the vegan options, the vegetarian options. Then yeah. there, there is like the meat option. Um, there's all kinds of desserts every day. Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. I think it's, it's Tada catering. I'm pretty sure is what the catering is, but it's, it is absolutely incredible. Now, you mentioned that this isn't your first stint on Warp Tour. So in 2015, you guys were on for a healthy amount. Uh, what was the experience like since it's already happened? What was the experience like in 2015 for you guys? Um, dude, it was awesome. Uh, and again, like we were like really just stoked. And honestly, it felt like uh, surreal to be there because I don't know, to that point, we would never been on like a big tour like that. It was just overwhelming. Honestly, we we tried to rent a vehicle and it didn't work out so well. It was very hot, um, <laughs> but uh, still an amazing experience. It was definitely a summer that I'll never forget, man. Now, is there, is there anything you want to do different in go. this this go around in in twenty seventeen? Um, yeah, we're gonna try to get uh, a driver and make sure that whatever vehicle we have actually has air conditioning. Uh, oh, dude, you went the whole summer with no air conditioning. And yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> um, and we broke down a couple times. Uh, the craziest story from that tour was we broke down in, in uh, I think it was just outside of Seattle or Colorado, wherever it was. We, we broke down and we had the AAA guy come tow the van on up on the hitch bed and then tow our trailer behind him. And then we slept inside while he drove us eight <laughs> hours to the next warp tour. Wow, that guy probably made oh, a pretty penny because yeah. they charge they charge by the mile. Yeah, yeah, he was excited. He was he was so happy to take us. And even though he broke like some rules in doing <laughs> so, cause, I mean we're not we're not supposed to be sleeping up in that you know in the trailer where I was being or in the van while it's up on the bed. But uh, was, that was crazy. Yeah, we made the show and we played. It was great. Hell yeah! Now, um, as I had mentioned, you're you're on for a good amount of Warp Tour here in 2017. I'm not familiar with the dates that, like the actual cities you're hitting in that in that span of time. Are there any cities that you're you know you're looking forward to playing at um, during your time on Warped? Um, yeah, the first date I think is in Washington and I'm actually like really stoked to kick off there. You know, I think that that's a really fun state. The crowds there are usually like really fun and, and, uh, just always having a good time. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm excited to just haul, haul out there and start out on the West coast and just hit it out. 
you guys were actually like setting up a string of dates, um, which you're calling on the way to Warp Tour, basically. Um, the first date is actually in our home base of Pittsburgh at the Smiling Moose on June the 9th. So um, we'll, we'll probably oh, see sick. you there, David. Uh, we're looking forward to it. No doubt we'll see you there. Um, talk to us about this Dude, precursor. Awesome. Talk to us about this precursor into Warp Tour. Um, dude, it's gonna be great, man. I'm pretty. Uh, we hit Pittsburgh, and then I, I don't have all the dates in front of me, but I know we there's at least six or seven other dates. We head out to Cali. We definitely play Chain Reaction. That venue's sick. Yep. Um, dude, I'm actually really excited to play Pittsburgh. We haven't played there uh, in some time, if if ever, if I remember, maybe once. Um, so I, I'm very excited to get it out to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's gonna love you if they don't already. And uh, yeah, we're excited to have you in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're we're definitely stoked. All right, so David, let's move on to some uh, really awesome stuff here. Not that all of this hasn't been awesome so far, but on February the tenth, the band Carousel Kings, your band Carousel Kings, released its latest full length album, Charm City. So congrats on yeah, this congrats. release. We've been uh, we've been jamming it a lot here. We're huge fans, and we highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't listened the whole way through multiple times. If you haven't, you got to do it as soon as you finish listening to this episode. Now, some time has passed since the release. How does it feel now that it's out there? Um, Dude, it feels great, man. Uh, um, we're ready to just tour as much as possible. Like the response we're getting is really good. People seem to really like it um, and, and, and vibe with it. So that's good. We just want to, try to play it in front of as many people as possible now. Now here's something that, that I'm wondering, and I'm sure your fans and our listeners are wondering, where is charm city? Um, charm city for, for us is we're trying to just get people to realize that they can have their own, uh, charm city in their lives, whether it's in, uh, a passion in like music or, or love for another person or some activity. Um, and that you don't have to be stuck in like whatever, um, the generic world says you have to do, you know, like just follow whatever it is that makes you happy and you can attain whatever it is you can imagine. So with this release of Charm City, to my knowledge, this is the first release on Victory Records, correct? Yes. So that's pretty damn awesome. And we... Um, I'm not going to give away all the secrets, David, but toward the end of this um, episode, we created a, a special segment just for you called Victory or Fail, and we'll tell you more about it, but it's it's um, inspired uh, from Victory Records and, and your partnership with them. How has the partnership with Victory been so far? Dude, it's been great so far, man. Uh, we, we've been out to the facility uh, more than a few times, and all the staff is great. Uh, it's crazy going from like, you know, an indie label like CI Records up to a uh, label the size of Victory Records. They have like over 50 employees there. CI is like, you know, I mean, one or two people working there maybe. It's just uh, pretty incredible uh, to see like the gold records on, on their, you know, I mean, on their walls and like the number of album sales that Victory has pumped out. It's just, uh, it's awesome, man. So far, so good. We're we're, we're killing it. We, I think we got a great team. I think everyone believes in in what we're doing, and uh, that feels great. So we're just we're stoked. 
Now, for you personally, David, what uh, what track off this album are you the most proud of, or or which one do you enjoy uh, rocking out live the most? Um, I think live, I really enjoy playing the song uh, Punch Drunk. I feel like it has a lot of energy live. Um, the drum parts are really cool, um, and like the vocal part, it's like so high that a lot of the times I have to like almost like scream to to get it, and uh, it's just uh, kind of like exhilarating to like play that live for me. Um, so yeah, does that also yeah. correlate over to your favorite track off the album? Uh, no, I would say favorite track off the album might be Fractals. Um, good song, but I think it's, it's a little harder to, to, to sing for me live. So, uh, not, not, not necessarily my favorite to play live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from what I understand here, David, um, Dustin Davidson from August Burns Reds featured on the track, something isn't right on charm city. So was this song written with him in mind or how did he end up getting involved in that track with you? Um, yeah, uh, I knew I wanted Dustin to be, do vocals on a track on the album. Um, I had, uh, I met Dustin through his, uh, side project recording of, uh, I think Staircase Wit. Um, he has like a pop punk side project, um, cool. recorded at the same studio. Um, so I ended up meeting him there, did some like harmonies for him. Knew I wanted him on this album. And, uh, we actually had, uh, a member of the band like leave uh during the album um and then we just had Justin come in and then do those parts i felt like those lines fit um and it just made sense uh david before we move away from talking about this latest album uh released on february 10th from carousel kings i just want to get a status update how you doing with this tattoo you doing okay yeah, dude, I'm doing good. I'm uh, not really looking at it, but I feel like I'm not really feeling it much anymore, so that's good. So, David, uh, what we're going to do now is we've been talking about Charm City, and I'm sure the listeners have uh, run through this album multiple times. It never hurts to revisit. Or for those who are new to Carousel Kings, and every once in a while you'll come across them, and, and welcome to the party. Um, we're going to play a track in its entirety for everybody to jam to why don't you go ahead and introduce to the listeners uh the track that we're about to play right now give us like your best like radio voice like introduction all right and here's uh carousel kings with the song bad habit i keep repeating the creases and leaving my pieces home this war is so tragic and you're such a bad habit busting on my forehead
try to tell myself that I don't care But the truth is my emptiness Is the only thing that I still So you just finished listening to Bad Habit from Carousel Kings off of the latest album, Charm City. Now, David, anytime we listen to a track here on Spinning Thoughts, we like the artist to elaborate slightly on said track. So is there anything about Bad Habit that you'd like to uh, elaborate on for us and the fans and the listeners? Um, like lyrically or just anything about the song? Anything you anything, want. Yeah, anything Any you inside, want them to know. Inside info to the song. Anything at all. Nice. Okay, inside info. Um, Bad Habit was actually like a, it was kind of like a lost Carousel Kings track. So it was like a demo from three. I wrote it with the our producer of the album, Graham McFarland. Uh, like three or four years ago, but we never released it. Um, and then when we finally signed to Victory, we wanted to revamp it. So like we we took the melodies, and then the new our, our guitar player Will he wrote like new music to it, but we just kept the same melody. Um, so that was like interesting, and it was like it was like that for that song and for Grey Goose as well. Oh, awesome! Um, so like, um, yeah, it's interesting how those came about because they were like older songs, and then we just like re- revamped them to the like version 3.0 right now um, so yeah it's kind of cool there you have it that's the inside info to bad habit you heard it here on spinning thoughts you're welcome um david so uh we we've been alluding to some of the uh tours that carousel kings has been on in 2017 and is going to be on uh beyond warp tours so um let's start with what tour you guys just wrapped up it was a healthy healthy headlining tour in the united states called the charm cities tour it was in support i would assume (laughs) of the new album charm city so um what was the best memory from this tour for you um the best memory for me was definitely i feel like just the bands themselves i felt like playing with Bad Case and our label mates Abandoned by Bears. They're from Sweden and it was just so much fun. I felt like the, every show it was awesome. Uh, all the vibes were good. And I'm really going to miss those guys. So I feel like those memories are like something that I'm just going to just cherish, you know? As really cool. we go on <laughs> we remember <laughs> yeah. All the times we... <laughs> now, David, uh, I know going on tour is not all peaches and cream, right? Uh, what kind of touring fails yeah, no, do you not. have for us uh, on the Charm Cities tour? Uh, oh, I'm, for Charm Cities, uh, man, it's hard, man, because I feel like Charm Cities tour was really, really good for us. It was probably one of the best tours we've done. It was definitely our best headliner ever. Nice. Now, David, I, I got to admit, man, I'm blown away at there's been no hiccups in recording Charm City. 
and no hiccups in the Charm City tour. Like, you have had it going on since Charm City started. Is that right? Yeah, knock on wood, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't be jinxing him, well, you know, I just wanted to know. I just want to make sure God, there's no hiccups in the album. We're creation. not even halfway through 2017. Don't be putting that bad juju on the man. He's getting a tattoo right now. Son of a bitch. Seriously, it's. I'm just saying it's very rare that we hear David, a story like, hey, David, the album creation was, was, was awesome, no hiccups. The hey, tour was awesome, no uh, hiccups. Let, let me say this, David. I have to apologize, I feel... At least every other episode for my co-host. Brandon. Not at all. He doesn't need to apologize. I have to. Uh, he he's throwing this bad juju <laughs> onto you guys. You nah. don't need that shit. You don't need it. I just wanted to make sure that I'm understanding correctly. That's all. <laughs> all right. So we've talked about potential touring fails, and and Brandon's trying to throw this bad juju on you. And I don't no, know why, Brandon. You no piece of shit. No. Um, but do you, do you have any touring? pet peeves anything that like from your like anything your bandmates do that just fucking piss you off or or just in general any touring pet peeves you can't you can't fucking stand yeah dude i hate when socks are in the van i, I fucking hate it dude i throw them i like i like yeah like dirty socks somebody else with dirty socks <laughs> throw them out the fucking window like, man get the fuck yeah, out of here walk barefoot you're bitch. living in the van right like we're there's six or seven dudes just living in the same space and i feel like i don't know i'll just throw them all out dude if i see them i'll throw them all out they're like <laughs> oh my god my do not feet. throw your dirty socks in the goddamn van come on uh, simpler you're not asking too fucking yeah. much to be honest oh jesus um, all right, so now we know um, not to be doing any of that around David or Carousel Kings. Um, good, good to know. Now, on the topic of this Charm Cities tour, uh, you were in the U.S., you just wrapped it up, but you're not done yet with this tour. It seems um, you're actually going international. You're heading into Japan starting May the 16th, Yeah. right? Yeah, and I mean, actually, we leave, or I have to leave May 14th. I think that's when our flight is. Okay. So, but yeah, dude, we're going to play, I think, 16 or 17 shows. You I'm know, there, I'm there's a sure. band. I have to look at the, the ITN again. There's a band here in Pittsburgh um, that's pretty well known. I don't know if you know them. Uh, they're called Eternal Boy. They used to be called the Space Pimps. You ever hear of them? The Space Pimps, I've heard of them. What are they called now? They're now Eternal Boy. They're the same band, same music. They just changed their name. Ah, sick. Yeah, the, Rishi Ball, he's a good friend of the podcast. Um, they tour. They have a big fan base in Japan. Uh, they really do. Uh, they tour a lot in Japan, from what I understand. Is this your first time ever touring in Japan? Like, how how does a band tour in japan like yeah i mean this is our we'll be going back for this our second time we went to japan and right before the last warp tour actually so it's kind of ironic we're going again before this warp tour but um <laughs> dude i i don't i don't know why or how it's possible but we when we went over like two or three two or three years ago now dude it just it felt like we were a huge band, you know, like the reaction from the Japanese people and just the people that go to, to go to shows, they go to have fun, man. And I feel like it's just incredible touring over there. It's like, I don't, I don't want to say like the pop punk Mecca, but like it's, 
really fun and it's it's not like anything else i've experienced I'll, um i'm ready to go this will be a second time i'm ready to go back i'm hoping it's like you know bigger and better than last time and last time was absolutely incredible uh, and i was blown away but that's my next question for you david is that the biggest difference between touring domestically here in the states compared to internationally or is there something even bigger that separates the two um I'm not sure if it's like the like us as Americans are like a little more spoiled and we have access to more stuff, you know. It's like the Japanese dream to like be able to get your your art or your craft into like the American culture, you know. Like we're kind of like the the kings of like the art entertainment thing and I feel like the people here don't always, I mean, unless it's like a huge band they're not that stoked all the time, you know, like some people need a little winning over. Whereas in Japan, as long as you're, you're rocking, you know, people are there and they're ready to just see a band and have fun. And if you're from another country, then they're, they're going to love it even more. Awesome. All right. So this, this is a question I've been looking forward to. Um, and, and Brandon, I think can appreciate this. Not that I don't, um, Brandon, uh, is well-versed in the Spanish language um so carousel kings is clearly diverse and cultural you're touring in japan and in 2015 the band released three different versions of the track baby one in english one in spanish and i've i've actually been trying to figure out the proper way of saying this i i'm gonna i'm gonna try it here correct me if i'm wrong david but you also have one in reggaeton Reggaeton, uh, reggaeton. Um, it's, it's it's actually it's actually uh you roll the R, so it's like a uh, reggaeton. Oh, you know? I can't roll my R's. That's been a problem. You speak I, Spanish, but Brandon. I can't roll R's. I, my Span my Mexican <laughs> friends make fun of me. I can't like oh it, to say train in Spanish is ferrocarril. You I, just did it. That's not rolling my R's. That's using my throat. I'm I'm not using my tongue to do that. That's not the only thing you use your throat for, oh, bro. Fuck you. Um, now. It's <laughs> re- reggaeton. Reggaeton. Yes. So you had three- reggaeton. There I, you go. I love it. So exotic. Why? Why did you guys take that approach um, to 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 really diversify yourselves? Not every, not a lot of bands do that. Let's be honest. Why'd you guys do it? Yeah, um, dude. Honestly, my mom wanted me to. <laughs> There's um, no better my, reason than your I mom requesting the it. ultimate motive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. fine, Mom. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Um, Reggaeton, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, she, she I mean, um, dude, I'm half Puerto Rican. Like, in my, my, my Puerto Rican family, dude, they're they're so loving and awesome. And there's actually, like, people in my, or relatives that I have that I haven't really been able to, like, communicate with them fully. So, like, I've been trying to learn Spanish, dude. It's kind of hard because I didn't grow up with, like, both my parents speaking it. Um, so I felt like, the best way for me to learn and I really remember songs well so I wanted to you know use the songwriting and I hope to do more more songs more of our songs in Spanish actually that's fucking um, awesome I feel like it's a cool uh, it's a cool way to learn I feel like it's a cool way to connect to my family and um, I don't know yeah and uh, if uh, my if it's a way that I can hang out with my, my mom and my, my grandmother and they're helping me translate you know stuff that I write in English over to Spanish and I feel like it's a cool like bonding experience and even if nobody like listens to it or likes it you know you know I feel like I'm doing it because 
because it's cool for for my family. And it means and something to you. It's like yeah, a bonding thing awesome. for me and them. Yeah. It, very impressive. Uh, I listened all three today, and they're all really fantastic. Uh, I'd love to hear more coming from you. Um, any uh, look, th- this world is so small these days with technology and the internet. Uh, I think it's really great uh, when we challenge ourselves uh, to, you know, kind of break out of our comfort zone and embrace diversity. So I think that th- that's a big, big, big thing for Carousel Kings, in my opinion. This really. Um, really impressed me that you guys went above and beyond to really, yeah i think it's fantastic yeah, it's awesome very very cool um yeah. thanks guys uh, yeah. no now, doubt. before we move off of this segment um I'm, I'm curious was it difficult to to do those songs then essentially in a diff i mean in a different language um i, I look i'm, I'm not going to act like i'm super cultured like uh i i am but i'm not so I've never done a song in another language. I mean, I've got to assume. I've tried. It's hard. It really is hard. The the meanings are different at times. The the words are longer or shorter. Like, how was it to really translate the English version into a Spanish version? That's my my question is, David, you'd mentioned it before. Do you write the song in English and then just have it translated to Spanish and try and sing it that way, even though it may not rhyme like it does in English? Or or how does that, how, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, I, like I said, I, I don't understand it, it as well. I can speak it, like, fluently, though, you know, because I know the sounds. I've, I've been around the sounds for a while. We took the the lyrics that were in English, and I was like, you know, because my mom, she was pestering me, dude. My mom and my aunt and, like, all, all my Spanish family, they were like, you have to do a song in Spanish. <laughs> and I was like, all right, if you, if you translate it, I will do it, you know? So, like, uh, so my mom and my aunt and my grandmother, I'm pretty sure, they all just translated the song. And, and I guess, like, the interesting thing about language is, like, words don't always, like, line up. So, exactly. like, the Spanish version, if you were, if, if you or I were to translate it into English, it might not make sense the way it does in English. But, right. like, in Spanish, it still makes sense the same way. Um, so, I don't know. It's interesting. So there were some <laughs> they, they changes that they had to I make in order their... to make it make sense in Spanish, right? Like you can't translate it word yeah, for word yeah, from English. Yeah. Like, like we would say, yeah. like my big puppy, but in Spanish you would say my puppy big. You know what I mean? Like it just like yeah. grammatically is not the same. It just doesn't always work. Yeah, but I mean they they worked it out. So like and and dude, even then, like even when they like took stuff out. Like, I remember I still had to take, like, some lines out just to make it match the melody, like, more, you know? Because it was just, like, too much. Yeah. Too much, uh, too many syllables. How impressive. I'm, I, I awesome, really, yeah. really, really love that you guys did that. I hope you continue to. Um, but I don't want to keep talking about even though it's super interesting. I've got one more question regarding uh, this whole process of, of basically translating uh, baby into uh, Spanish and things. We, we we figured out the proper uh, pronunciation of reggaeton. 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 What's the big difference? Reggaeton. Reggaeton. What's the big difference between like the Spanish version and the reggaeton version? Um, the only thing different really is the beat. You know, reggaeton is uh, the style. Reggaeton is, is that just right? The beat. Yeah, it's a, it's a style. Yeah, it's like it's like that style. And then dude, same with like I don't know if you if you're familiar with like merengue or like salsa, 
they're like very similar Spanish beats, but they're all different and definitely like unique to themselves, you know? So like reggaeton, it's always just like, you know, kind of like that bouncy, uh, yeah. Almost like a low rider type of, you can see like the hydraulics going. And before we move off, David, I have one quick question. (laughs) We keep saying this. Okay. Before we move on, I got another (laughs) question. We've said it three times so far. Who's your favorite band, like rock band that, that, make spanish music um dude actually uh it would be and i don't think he does anything in spanish but dude claudio sanchez he was like the first dude that i found out he was like of hispanic heritage and i was like damn that's really cool you know yeah and like he kind of like adds i I don't know if you guys could pick up on it but i i noticed like he adds some some definite like you know what I mean? That, like, heritage stuff in, like, some of their songs where it's like, dude, that's definitely, like, Spanish-influenced. Or, like, I, 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 that's what I hear. Have, uh, have you heard of the band Molotov? Um, as far as, like, a, what are they called? Molotov. No. Or Molotov, I guess you would say in Spanish. Uh, they're, they kind of remind me of a Rage Against the Machine type. I mean, they're a little bit older. Uh, check them out, dude. Fucking rock. Chinga tu madre is my favorite song. Oh, sick. Yeah. T- t- <laughs> take a listen, man. You're going to dig. Thank you, man. I will. I'll no be doubt. the guy. I'll be that guy to take us into the next segment. Or um, Plastilina Mosh. I also like. Check them out. All right. Next segment. Here we go. I said I'll be the guy, Brandon. Yeah, you're going to go yeah. ahead and do it. Give it to Angelo. Next <laughs> segment. Back off, Brandon. Next segment. Back off. Coming from Angelo. All right. So, David, um, we're we're heading toward the back end of this episode 48 uh, with David from Carousel Kings. And, man, I'm just – I'm loving Charm City. I really, really am. Um, and, and this isn't, uh, Charm City is like, I, I don't even know. I think it's like, uh, like full length, like number four or something. I mean, you guys have definitely been, you know, busting your asses and doing this well. Uh, so we want to bring in a fun, lighthearted segments here at the end of this episode 48. We always try to create a segment that's inspired by the band that we're talking to. So, uh, David, here's what we're going to do. This is um, a brand new segment. We created it just for you. We did tease it earlier, too. We did. Um, So, Victory Records, which you guys are signed to, you're with right now. Charm City was released on. Uh, Victory Records has housed some very iconic bands in the past and in the present, Carousel Kings. Uh, We created a new segment called Victory Records. Or fail. It's the alumni version, though. So we're we're talking about the bands that were on victory in the past. Um, so basically, here's the uh, here's the deal, David. Brandon and I are gonna tell you two bands that were uh, two at a time that were on victory in the past, and you have to tell us what band you like better. Yeah, which one do you prefer? The Simple. victory or the fail? Okay, you down with that? All right. Yeah, got it. Hell yeah. All right, so I'm going to kick off the very first one. This is the very first victory or fail segment with David from Carousel Kings. So, the alumni version. So, we've got Atreyu or Buried. Buried. Let me do this again. It's Atreyu or Between the Buried and Me. Um, Dude, I have to pick Atreyu. 
I, grew I agree. Up, I remember getting the only because like I remember I remember getting the Victory Record sampler with uh, dang dude, it was after Butterfly Kisses. Oh, uh, like Crimson and uh, what was what was the other what was the single from that? Brandon, you might know better than me. Uh, I don't know what the single from Butterfly Kisses was. Yeah. So we're going with a tray. You as the victory in 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 that in that lineup. All right, Brandon. uh, Go ahead and tell David the second uh, installment of the victory or fail. Yeah, our second matchup, David, is Bayside or Silverstein. Uh, Silverstein. No, okay. right. for me, that's a tough uh, one. That is a tough I, one. I remember, yeah, uh, Bayside is cool. I didn't get into them until later on. Um, uh, and Silverstein, dude, that I always thought that video, Smile on Your Sleep, is really cool with all the blood splatter at the end. Yep, I always thought that was like really creative and cool. Like, I don't know. I, I <laughs> do like both. We had Bayside on recently for the show. Uh, so I'm going to stick with my boy, Anthony, uh, and I'm going to roll at Bayside just so that he'll come back on again in the future. I assume I'm going to go with Bayside just for the same reason. Silverstein's never been on the podcast. This is your this is your chance. Never been on the show. On the show. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Next up for uh, victory or fail, we've got and one of these. Both of these, actually, I really, really love, but one of these I love. We've got Funeral for a Friend. Or Hawthorne Heights. Uh, dude, I gotta pick Hawthorne Heights, man. I love them both, though. Um, but Hawthorne, we've played a few shows with them. They're pretty cool guys. Uh, I, I respect that. They got yeah, some banger awesome. hits, man. I do. I love yeah. Hawthorne. Oh, okay. dude, I, Funeral for a Friend I love is like for a, a staple, there too, man. man. I mean, yeah. So that's the one you choose then? I would go with yeah. Funeral, but I love Hawthorne. It, it's a tough matchup, and there's going to be an even tougher matchup here at the very, very end uh, that I'm interested in. Brandon, take the next one here. This one I have a personal connection to because I love both bands. Uh, so this one I'm really interested in getting your your opinion on, David. Hatebreed or Taproot? Um, dude, uh, dang. Um... I guess Hatebreed. I would I would have to choose Hatebreed. Can can the answer be neither? Because that would be mine. Is that wrong to say? Yeah. I was never a fan of either. Brandon? I love yeah. Taproot. They were at my picking, very first would, rock concert. So David, you were thinking what? The same thing? Yeah, I mean, like, it was hard <laughs> for me to... Because, like, I didn't really listen to them that much. Uh, and then the only thing was... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just remember that song. It was like, you fucking, you can bleed now. Was, it, was <laughs> that like one of their breakdowns or <laughs> the hate breed breakdown? I remember it being pretty brutal. All right, we've got two more for you, Brandon. I want you to take this next one again because I want to be the guy to say the final one. All right, here we go. The, the next matchup, a day to remember or Thursday? Um, Dude, uh, I love Thursday, man. I'm glad they're coming back. I guess I'd, I'd have to pick a day to remember, man. They're they're definitely more along my style as far as like what, what even what CK sounds like, you know. But Thursdays, it's it, that's really tough because Thursday is one of my favorite bands. 
I love Jeff Rowley. I love Thursday. I would rule with Thursday. Brandon, where where are you at on this one? I would also rule with Thursday on this one. There we go. Um, all right, so, David, we've got one final uh, matchup here in the very first ever Victory or Fail alumni version segments uh, with David from Carousel Kings. So, um, th- this one's kind of the conundrum, and I would assume I don't have to explain why. So, the final matchup in victory or fail is stray light run or taking back Sunday. Uh, taking back Sunday for sure. For me, no question there, John Nolan, you no big deal, huh? Yeah, dude, I, I never, <laughs> maybe I, I'm going to, maybe I, I maybe have to check out stray light run. I never actually, I can't think of any of their song names taking back Sunday. I've always just, I mean, I mean, most of their albums I have, or I've I've jammed like hundreds of times probably. Now, for those who don't know, Straylight Run was the like the next uh I guess you could say endeavor for John Nolan from Taking Back Sunday when he had his separation from TBS. So I I've always kind of wondered would Straylight uh. right? So I would I always wondered would Straylight Run be would they have been as popular and and well received? If it was an organic band that didn't spawn from Taking Back Sunday, I, I really think that they were amazing. But uh, that is the connection. So you had John Nolan from Straight uh, from Taking Back Sunday, who went and created Straylight Run uh, when he was away from TBS there for a minute. So you're going TBS, Brandon. I'm assuming you're probably taking Taking Back Sunday. I am, yes. And I'm going to too. I love Stray. Yeah. I love Straylight Run. I'm going TBS. Uh, David, that was the very first ever victory or fail segment here on spinning thoughts what did you think of it any good awesome dude it was cool man uh <laughs> you brought back a lot of i feel like i gotta check out some bands now yes Straylight run if you've never listened to Straylight, you've got to uh it's about as emo as it gets i think um and it's really fucking good um so david we are we are rounding out the uh the end of episode 48 here uh, and, and, and I say it all the time. It's a sad time because I would love to keep talking to you and getting the status updates on your tattoo. By the way, how's the tattoo going? Uh, yeah, the outline is just, I mean, done basically, uh, looking sick, man. <laughs> Fuck Got yeah. some, uh, I think he's just put some, some aquaphor on. Feels don't, great. There we go. <laughs> don't, don't forget. Uh, we'd love a picture, uh, sent to at spin thoughts. Uh, when it's done, even if it's looking a little swollen and, and all that, let's, let's see what this is looking like. So our fans, uh, can, can really, uh, be involved with the process. But, um, honestly, man, I can't thank you enough for being on the show here with us today. Uh, you're a busy guy. I, we've talked to a lot of bands here in 2017 and it seems like this year people are busy in bands, but Carousel Kings, you guys are really fucking busy, like really fucking busy. So uh, we appreciate your time. Before we sign off, is there anything you'd like to say or add uh, here for your fans and, and for the listeners? Um, yeah, just come check us out on Warp Tour this summer. Um, check out our website, carouselkings.com. We got our bands in town. All our tour dates are up there. We got the Victory Records merch link. Uh, we should be having some cool stuff for merch. And uh, what was your your Twitter handle again, guys? Spinning it, rocks. It is at Spin Thoughts. Spin thought. 
Spin, right. S-P-I-N Thoughts. I got it. At Spin Thoughts. Yep. Hit us up with a picture of the tat. Awesome. And let's let everybody see the goodness Absolutely. on the leg. Cool? Yeah. Dude, thank you. Thank you, Angelo, Brandon. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks for um, coming on, David. We yeah, appreciate rock it. On. I'll be seeing you in Pittsburgh. No Fuck doubt. Yeah, June the yeah, 9th at Smiling Moose. Cannot wait. Hey, David, hang on the line. We're going to talk off the air, but thanks for being on Spinning Thoughts today. All right. Thank you, guys. Once again, we want to thank David from Carousel Kings for talking to us while he was getting a fucking tattoo and for being on Spinning Thoughts. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Dude, I am in love with Charm City. It's so good. It was released on February 10th by Carousel Kings. If you have not listened to it yet, do yourself a favor. Check it out now. And while you're checking out Carousel Kings, make sure you're checking out Spinning Thoughts on Twitter. At Spin Thoughts. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the show for free on iTunes, Google Play, and really everywhere else. We have a brand new website, thespinningthoughts.com. Again, it's thespinningthoughts.com. Signing off from Spinning Thoughts, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios reminding you to share music, spread love.